Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned into Benzinga's daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where each and every trading morning you can get a handful of trading ideas for your day. If it's toward the end of the week, probably for the rest of the week. Today is Thursday, November 17th, 2022. We were just talking about it a few minutes ago. If you are in the United States, Mike. Next week is Thanksgiving. That is crazy. That's craziness, that right? Gobble gobble crazy, man. <laughs> I've got, I've had a tradition for the last couple Thanksgivings of ordering a bunch of Polish food. There's a really good Polish restaurant in Detroit. Not, you know, super traditional to eat Polish food on Thanksgiving. And I haven't ordered it yet. And I was like scrambling around like last night, like, oh, my gosh, I got to put my order in with Polish Village. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it just the the experience of the Polish food that you like on, on Thanksgiving? And what, what about it is how there's does it become a, a tradition? <laughs> well, so there's a really good Polish restaurant in a city inside of Detroit called Hamtramck, which is like a, a lot of Polish people live there. And uh, when the pandemic hit in 2020, they didn't have anybody coming into their restaurant, obviously. So they like kind of adopted a little catering model and we tried it out and it was like awesome. You get progies and you get kielbasa and you get stuffed cabbage and then they have like really good soups. Are you hungry now? I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, a, a little trader heads up. Uh, no school on Thursday of next week for the Thanksgiving holiday. And then Friday is a half day. The stock market will be closing at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The Friday after Thanksgiving, a little fun fact, something to remember for in the future. The Friday after Thanksgiving is always a half day. Not even like Christmas Eve is always, a, it, that's not always a half day, but the day after Thanksgiving is always a half day. We are going to give you a quick preview of our list for today. We'll just give you a little table of contents for the stocks that are on our radar. And then we're going to jump into these just a little bit further, get you a little bit more depth of information. And we'll get you out of here in about 10 or 12 minutes so you can get on with your trading day. Have a little bit of the knowledge that you got from the podcast today. Our first stock to watch is NVIDIA, NVDA. Number two is Foot Locker, FL. Number three is 3M, that's ticker MMM. Number four is Victoria's Secret, that's VSCO. And our last stock to watch for the day is Wingstop, ticker WING. We didn't include like a Momo name today, Mike. I hope that doesn't disappoint you. A little bit, but that's okay. I thought it was. I thought it was going to disappoint you a little bit. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Kicking it off with Nvidia. All right, we've got. We had Intel yesterday, right? Yeah, Intel was yesterday. We got another another good chip name. Um, for I mean, shares were down about one percent Thursday morning following mixed quarterly results and somewhat soft guidance. Not too crazy of an action. This is an interesting one. Tune into Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast on Twitter around 9.30. Here's several pieces of analyst commentary. That's us. That's, That's us. us. Right That's now. us right there. Here we go. Here we go. So four takeaways from the Needham analyst commentary. Here we go. So number one, 
Data center revenue is guided up slightly despite weakening China data center sales. So that's that's an interesting one. Their revenue is going up despite the sales despite, of the data yeah. center. So yep. maybe they're getting, you know, they're charging more. Inflation might be helping them out a little bit there, especially in the China market. Number two, H100s. These are high-end GPUs. Adoption is accelerating. So more and more consumers and businesses likely are using these high-end GPUs, cryptocurrency miners. It could be it's a big Probably GPU. higher margin. Yeah. Assume higher end is higher margin, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, number three, we've got gaming revenue is going to be growing and then accelerate throughout uh, 20, 2023 as excess inventory will be cleared out exiting this year. This is an interesting one as well. They, they do have a lot of, a lot of um, products that are pretty integral to the gaming industry and community. I mean, it sure. requires some really high end um, GPUs and CPUs to not only create games and do all the, the back end work to make things and then yeah. ridiculous, incredible definition that looks real life and everything. Right. And, 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 and game gaming was an influx for NVIDIA over the last like couple of years. This was something that was in investors attention and in investors focus uh, over the last like two or three years. Yeah, those GeForce graphics cards, man, right, they, they sell right, out right, right. so fast. It's it's yep. unbelievable. <laughs> and number four from Needham, gross margins are set to rebound to sixty six percent in Q four. That's so some gross margin that's exciting, and that's it's interesting. I mean, we're we're seeing that you know, like they were down a little bit, now they're back up about three quarters of a percent. Not not too much of a price action on a you know, maybe not a great Q three result, but again, it looks like the future is is pretty decent also but on the other side we use the other side back. right yeah yep. not not as uh thrilled uh saying we would like to turn more constructive on the stock should a better entry point present itself and or we begin to see fundamental outperformance so that's uh that's goldman sachs speak for and eh, we're not impressed <laughs> and and like you know mike when we have in my opinion i don't know if this is very real necessarily but this is what i kind of believe and maybe analysts do this to hook a person like me you know uh when needham is kind of making these like robust comments and then goldman is kind of making you know like a super generic comment they didn't goldman goldman you know is less favorable they're they're neutral rated on nvidia but like you know they just said we'd like to turn more constructive on the stock should a better entry port point present itself not you know they didn't give like a when that better entry point was when i see kind of like more generic comments like that it makes me have a little bit less conviction in those comments but you know especially coming from goldman an absolute tier one research firm i think it's important to just note where some of this sentiment is and and we're going to talk about another uh earnings related company here in just a sec and a way you can think about some of this analyst commentary is if you like the commentary and you want to, you know, kind of prescribe to it and believe to it. Awesome. If you, if you don't necessarily agree with some commentary that analyst is giving, at least use that commentary as a gauge of what the sentiment is like out there. And so segueing to our next stock to watch here, Foot Locker ticker FL, we're going to hear some comments from Telsey in a sec 
and and you know you can believe in what Telsey's saying or not, but at least go okay. One analyst who is arguably in the know feels this way. This is kind of how the current sentiment is stacking up for or against Foot Locker. In this case, when we go over these comments, I think it's kind of against Foot Locker. But something to keep in mind that we bring up a lot on the podcast is the importance of when a company is reporting their quarterly results in the context of a sector. Foot Locker is a classic sympathy play for Nike. A lot of Nike products are in Foot Locker. A lot of investors are using Nike as a way to get some gauge of how Foot Locker is performing. However, Nike kind of like reported too long ago. They reported at like the end of September and their next quarter isn't to like beginning of January or end of December. So the Foot Locker earnings kind of fall right in the middle where I don't know that investors in Foot Locker can necessarily glean importance from the Nike report that happened like a couple months ago. That's really interesting that the, you know, the time span is, is a little too much. And it's interesting as I, I don't know offhand, but have they in the past, have they reported closer to Nike or is it not really, not, not at least in the last like five or six years, it's always been kind of in the middle a little bit. Um, the, I think the way that a lot of investors are using info coming from Nike to some kind of get some kind of sympathy information for Foot Locker is when they have like mid quarter updates or like if Nike's given some guidance or if Nike's given some perspective on their inventory levels, I think that still works. But as far as like, you know, sort of a direct comparison for their earnings reports, I don't quite think it's there. Do you want to read us uh, some of the comments that we saw from a retail focused analyst firm on Foot Locker ahead of the earnings, Mike? Yeah, heck yeah, Brenty. This is from Telsey. We've, we've been referencing Telsey a good bit over the last couple of weeks there. We think they're solid. You know, that's yep. that's um, we expect a challenged third quarter with a sales decline year over year, driven by softening consumer demand and increased promotions due to higher inventory levels across the marketplace. While Foot Locker reduced its 2022 guidance last quarter, there's a chance of another modest downward revision due to the increased promotional activity and the lost Yeezy sales following Adidas' termination of the Yeezy partnership. That's an interesting uh, wrench to throw in the mix there. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, what I was kind of like saying before about using some of this commentary is sentiment. Consider the sentiment here that Telsey is going, okay, well, the company cut their guidance recently, but we still expect them to maybe guide lower again when they report quarterly results on Friday of this week. I forget if we mentioned that, but they're going to be reporting their quarterly results tomorrow and so heading into this quarter the expectation is that maybe guidance is going to be bad again so if guidance is bad again that's already in line with analyst expectations if guidance is really bad maybe stock can move lower on it if guidance isn't as bad as you know this analyst at telsey is concerning maybe that's a f- and even if they guide lower but the guidance isn't quite as bad Maybe that's even a favorable thing for Foot Locker. Yeah. All right, folks. Our third stock to watch for the day. Uh, I took I took Foot Locker. You take 3M, Mike. Yeah, what am My I bad. thinking? Yeah. My <laughs> bad. <You're good. laughs> I love I love it when companies do this with their tickers. Mm, MMM. The company's <laughs> name is 3M. Their ticker is 3Ms. It's like, come on, that just 
that's just that's just satisfying when they do that. Um, this is a, I mean, classic value stock uh, and consumer yeah. products and chemicals and all sorts of interesting stuff, which is near ten year lows. This is pretty pretty incredible since we were just talking about Caterpillar and Honeywell and other value plays that were you know kind of bubbling Downing, up recently. Yep. Report yep. Wednesday morning also suggested uh, from research shop Gordon Haskett saying that a large activist investor looks to be gobbling up 3M shares, um, but the stock closed lower on Wednesday, even amid that report. Um, yeah. yeah. That's an interesting one. R- report that we heard didn't really move the stock. Gordon Haskett, as far as I've come to understand, they seem like they get some pretty good information, and it seems like they get information like really early. Um, I don't know how like their research process works to yield some of that info, but uh, and, and I don't believe that their commentary is very like robust in the depth of information. I don't know necessarily. We didn't hear what you know gobbling up 3M shares meant. If that meant you know an activist, maybe maybe they're looking in the order book and they're seeing big orders coming in, and maybe they're in, inferring that. There's some kind of activist investor. Maybe they know what it looks like when an activist investor in a value name like 3M is buying shares. And maybe that's what they're doing. Or maybe they, they are speaking with something, somebody out there that has this information. We're not really sure. But again, this is good information to know that it's out there. Our four stock for the day is Victoria's Secret. It's VSCO. A bit of a sympathy play following strong quarterly results out of Bath and Body Works. That's ticker BBWI. Uh, Bath and Body Works shares were trading up like 20% in the pre-market session on Thursday. These are like they are peers, but also remember that Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret were spun out from L Brands like a couple years ago. So, so like you know, if we're talking about you know like a potential recession coming um, and con- concerns for the consumer, Bath and Body Works investors, Bath and Body Works consumers haven't heard of that recession yet, and you you would think that some of the items that Bath and Body Works is selling, like they're a bit higher end, right? You would think that they would be not a piece of discretionary spending, but you know, here we are. Uh, last quarter, the the company had a really good quarter. Uh, Victoria's Secret again spun out with Bath and Body Works from L Brands. Something to keep in mind when I looked at Victoria's Secret in the pre market session when Bath and Body Works shares were trading up like twenty percent. Victoria's Secret shares were up like five percent. I didn't check the volume to see if that was like meaningful volume in the pre-market session, but maybe investors had viewed Victoria's Secret as a little bit more of a sympathy play for Bath and Body Works in the pre-market session. Since the market has opened, shares of uh, Victoria's Secret are trading a little bit lower here, so maybe that like sympathy idea kind of like lost some of its parity as the stock market opened. That's an interesting one, and that you know we'll have to see. Um, what happens over the next couple of days. I mean, it'll be, I'd be interested to see whether people start realizing that and people are like, oh, wait a minute. That's, sure. You know, like that's uh, that's more people, maybe people listening and watching right now are like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> and because I hadn't even realized that until you said it, that they were spun out from the same company. Yeah, and I mean, I think you'd think that if the kind of 
consumer that's going to Bath and Body Works to get their, you know, Bath and Body products, if they weren't deterred in our current environment for buying that kind of stuff, will they be deterred from buying, you know, women's women's products at Victoria's Secret lingerie and stuff like that? I don't I don't think so. You know, it seems like they're they're sort of on the same end of the higher end spectrum, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And higher end spectrum, you know, maybe it's not exactly uh, the same category, but wings are kind of <laughs> wings are kind of a, a nice high end American <laughs> American product. And moving on to our fifth stock to watch for the day, which is Wingstop ticker W I N G. Another great ticker there. Uh, analysts at sell-side firm Wedbush in, issued a research note Thursday morning following a recent call with Wingstop management. And they said the call left them incrementally more confident that Wing is uniquely positioned to meaningfully outperform industry peers and added that food cost deflation remains a meaningful tailwind. So that's that's some that's, that's some pretty strong um, positive words from from Wedbush there. What do you think, Brenty? Yeah, no doubt. I, I saw the comment from uh, Wedbush and I liked it, especially when. Like like these analyst firms, Mike, they they get exclusive access to management a lot of times to, to corporate management. And so when you, you'll see, you know, if you have access to some sell side research, you'll see every once in a while where an analyst writes about uh, a, a one on one call they had with an executive or a company's management team. And like you, you would think that there would be some good, like pretty deep info coming out of those. So I think those are really really valuable calls uh, when you do see them. And I also thought it was interesting that, you know, they're saying, the analyst was saying that food cost deflation is remaining a meaningful tailwind. I was wondering if that was specific to Wingstop or if this is something that we should be expecting for a lot of uh, like restaurants and stuff moving forward. That is a good point too. Is this going to be a general trend for chains that have raised prices? They just, margins are going to go up um maybe it's a chicken thing as well you know, we'll see sure yeah 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 something to keep on our eyes on moving forward as we're heading into heading through the winter and into into the spring i think all right folks that's gonna wrap it up for us today you've got let me do the math here you got about six hours left of trading today i hope everyone has a great trading session good luck out there folks Have a great day, guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio... It doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, 
and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.